Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for you joining us this morning in our homecoming here at Piney Hill Baptist Church. We thank God for you tuning in this morning. We had a little internet problem early in Sunday school, but we hopefully that God has uh, blessed us where the transmission will continue to broadcast. But the scripture says, I will bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that within me. Bless his holy name. So we're going to ask our congregation to please stand, and uh, we're going to sing a uh, selection out of our hymnal. There is power in his blood. Would you, you be, be free, free from, from the burdens of sin? There is power in the blood. Power in the blood. Would you believe the victory win? There is wonderful power in the chapter verses 11 through 18. <clears throat> Ushers, would you let those in before we start reading? What chapter? 15. 
the 15th chapter, verses 11 through 18. Our scripture reads, And he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said unto his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth me. And he divided unto them in his living, and not many days the younger son gathered all together, and they took journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there rose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be of want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk of the swine he did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many high servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? And I will rise and go unto my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Let the body of Christ say amen. amen. You may be seated. You know, one of the most difficult things that we can do in life, and it's hard to do. Yeah. Hard to try to come home when you expected to do so much. And then when you left home, you couldn't get anything done that you thought you did. Hungry, Coming home when you have to face, I told you so. Uh, have, do I have any witnesses now? Coming home when they, I told you so. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been away from home when you thought everything was going to be all right? Then when you came home, your pocketbook empty, mm honey, -hmm. tank yeah. in the car is if it ain't empty, it's on low. Mm -hmm. Then when when you worn out your welcome everywhere else you went and you didn't have nowhere else to go, but you had to come come yeah. on back home. Can I get an amen? amen? Coming home not because you want to. Coming home because you what? Have you have to. Coming so coming home is, is a hard place. It's a mean world out there that we live in. And sometimes the only thing you can do after you've done the best you can, but failed anyway, is come on back home. Come home when you thought that your friends would have a place for you, but they turned their back home. Mm -hmm. Coming home when things look hopeless. Coming home when none of your so-called friends cared anything else about you. Mm -hmm. The world, as much as you believe, ain't your friend, is it? Uh, and, and, and it tells you that it loves you, but and, and when, when, it, when you run out of options, mm -hmm. the world don't give you a place where you can find peace and rest. All right, all right. But thank God for home, man. See, the world will be your friend as long as you got what you can get. But when you run out of what you got, all right, the world ain't no place for you to try to find a friend at. You left there all alone and nowhere to turn and you try to find some help, but ain't nobody helping you. So coming home, like I said, is not easy. Yeah. But I found myself having to come home. Yeah. Disappointed. Mm -hmm. Things didn't go as well as I thought they would found myself out there in a world that won't friend me. Right. 
But I thank God that when I did come home, my mama and my family had open arms. Uh, how many of you know this morning it's good to come home? Hey. Uh, good to come home. Uh, uh, no matter what the condition is, no matter what the situation is, and hey, look, it's good to have a home to come home to. Hey. Huh? Ain't it good to be home? So as we celebrate Piney Hill Homecoming 2021, as we celebrate this morning, I want to talk to you on the subject, the power of home. The power of home. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this moment. We thank you, Lord, for this homecoming day celebration. We thank you for those who have come out. We pray for those that are on the way. We even pray for the ones who wasn't able to make it, Lord. Yes. Wherever they are, Lord, let them know that home cares about them. Yes, Lord. And we are pilgrims mm -hmm. looking for a home. Yes. But thank God that you sent your darling son Jesus into the world to mm -hmm. prepare a place for us. You said that had many mansions. Yes. So we thank you, Lord, that you prepared a home for us over in glory. Yes. But we thank God for the home that you have allowed us to have down here. Yes, home here at Piney Hill. Home in our personal residences. Yes. Home in a nation where we can exercise our freedom. Yes. Home in a place whereby we can live and work and have our being. Lord, we just thank you. Yes. Thank you for home, Lord, and giving us a place where we can give glory to your holy and your righteous name. Yes. Lord, I stand behind this sacred desk not because of any power of my own. Is because of you, Lord. So we're asking now for your glory. We're asking for your power. We're asking for your anointing that it might fall fresh on me. That I might be able to preach those things that you have laid upon my heart in private. Now I can reveal unto your people. Lord, we thank you. May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight our Lord and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. You know, the power of home. You know, if you've worked on a computer, if you've got a smartphone, you, you know how the power of home works on your phone. If things are not going right, the best thing for you is what? Go on back to the home screen. Go back to the home screen and start over. So home has a way of bringing you to a place where you can start over again. Ain't, ain't it good to have a place where you can start over again. But the thing is, uh, even Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, she see, she she understood the power of home, man. Yep. She said that there's no what? Like there's no place like home. We too have made bad decisions and we've made wrong turns in our life. We've, we, we've caused things to uh, experience in our lives that get us caught up into alcohol, drugs, and Wine, women, and understand that all of us going to have a what? A home somewhere. In Ted Cunningham's new book, The Power of Home, he encourages us and in and, and our household to hit pause for a little while and, and take stock of where you are and, and then where you're going and where you've been so that you can understand what's so important about home. See, what is the current state of your family? What, where do your family stand when it comes to home? When, are, are they coming home? Are they coming back to where they started out in? Do they respect the place where they started? You know, what is the current status of our family? What does it mean 
for our family to, to be redeemed in Jesus Christ. Is your home redeemed? I, I remember what Joshua said, me and my house. I don't know about your house, but me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. How can we take personal responsibility for our faith and our family when our home ain't right? He said that if you're a deacon of the church or a minister or a preacher, if you can't take care of your own home, how can you want to take care of the body of Christ? See, if you want a healthy family life, if you want to have a future and the power in your life to be able to work your way through those difficult problems that we have in life, you got to get that home right, eh? Right. Home can help us, Katie. Home can help us to find a way where every family member can feel comfortable in their family. I, I, I talk to people now, and they ask me a question about, you know, gays and lesbians. But, and, and, and I said then, we welcome them back home. And I don't care what decisions you've made in your family, whether you divorced, whether your family is torn apart, home should be a place where that individual can feel all right. God didn't make everybody right. But whether they're right or wrong, we should have at least the, the decency to welcome them back home. I've heard parents say, you ain't welcome here no more. Suppose God would tell you that. Uh, you ain't welcome here no more. But the thing about it is we, we, we don't agree with lifestyle choices. We don't agree with the turns that people have made. I don't agree with every turn I've made. But I thank God that I had turns that what? Welcome me back home. So home got to be that common ground where we can find peace and rest and where our soul can be able to breathe. You know, I like that movie. They said you got to exhale. Home gives you an opportunity to do what? To exhale sometimes. So the power of home can change us, can bring us out of a dead situation and bring hope to whatever situation that we're in. It can bring comfort in your hours of distress. I've been on a long road trip. And, and, and somehow that anticipation, that renewed strength, that rest, fullness that I get when I get near home, it'll change the way you feel about that. Things can be going bad on the trip, but when you see a glimpse of home, when I pull in the gliders, oh, I, I feel a certain way. When I pull down Gibbon Lane, I feel a certain way. I don't care how bad things were out there. When I pull in home, I got renewed strength, ain't it? In the, in the, have you ever noticed that the closer you get, uh, that's all it takes, ain't it? Uh, uh, hey, the closer you get to home, somehow it, it, it starts something on the inside and you start welling up, ain't it? Oh, I, I'm glad to be back home again. And, and, and that's what we should feel. I can find some common ground. Even when I get back home, even when I've made some bad mistakes, ain't it? Huh? Even when I've made some bad turns in my life, I can get back home and somehow I find myself on common ground. Yes, yes. So as we look at it, our text this morning, we find Jesus under scrutiny by the scribes and the Pharisees. Again, he was sitting and eating with sinners. And, 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 and Jesus always being aware of criticism, so he found an opportunity to send a message of love and not condemnation. 
He taught them love, even your enemies, that might lead them to believe that there is a certain amount of repentance and, 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 and less condemnation, less self-righteousness when we allow love to come into our hearts when we're dealing with family. You, 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 you can't be condemning and, and expect your family to be glad to come back home. Right. you, you, you got to have an open heart of love to be able to allow people to want to come to a place that they call a house that does not have no love is not home, man. See, first he tells them of a man who had a hundred sheep and he loses one. He said he leaves the 99, he go finds the one. And when he finds it, he rejoices with his friends. Yeah. Then he tells about that I have found my sheep that was lost. And Jesus then tells them about a woman had 10 pieces of silver and yeah. loses one piece. She likes Jesus let us know that heaven rejoices over what? One lost sinner when they come to repentance. But once us, uh, we have a child, once we have a friend and a relative, I, I've had my brother, Charles, my second oldest brother, uh, was raised by family members when my father's first wife died. Uh, a daddy kept the oldest, my brother Goldsboro, and the two youngest, Charles and Elizabeth, they went to live with relatives and they went to New York. And all of a sudden that family kind of got detached and separated. And then Charles and his wife divorced. And now Charles' children and his, their father also detached. So I, I got nephews that I really haven't had conversations with. And I had nephews that, that, that got detached because of death and divorce. And, and things can happen that in a family. You can get separated because of death and divorce and things happen in your life. And you don't know how things are. But somehow, by the grace of God, my nieces started this Gilbert Zoom. And, and they get on the Zoom and all Gilberts around the United States and the world, they, they come and Zoom in and they have them a little meeting. And all of a sudden, one of Charles' sons, see, one of Charles' sons happened to identify, he said, I'm a Gilbert. And he, last week he came down to Newport News. And, and he, he, he met with my nieces, Jackie, and their family. See, see, one thing, when you have someone that is lost, and when they come back home, it, it should bring rejoicing. You should have enough uh, spirit to, to welcome those that have been lost and detached. Do you know how many people that we got in this church? Do you know how many people you have in your family that has been detached and, and all they want to do is come back home? But we got all of these spirits. Uh, I say I'm getting outside of my notes. I'm just making the Holy Spirit move. We got all of these spirits that 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 are preventing people from wanting to come back home. We need a welcoming spirit, not a spirit of condemnation, not a spirit of I told you so, not a spirit will cause them to be pushed away. We need them. They're part of us, and we should always want them to come back home. Man, glad to be back home. So, so here Jesus let them know that when someone is lost, heaven rejoices, ain't it? Mm -hmm. See, when something is out of place, it seems out of balance, isn't it? Yeah. But, but, but when it comes back into place, ain't it 
Amazing how balance began when that, when that lost son, when that lost daughter, when that runaway comes back home. Look like the family is there. What? It's back in balance again. Our, our lives physically and spiritually, they, they, they operate better when, when things are in balance. And mental and physical illnesses are based on being out of balance. And the same thing is about your family, ain't it? When the church family is all out of source, the church is out of balance. But when the church family comes together, when the people of God come back home, it gives the church a certain balance where we can be able to have more health and more stability. This place of balance is described as what? Being back home, man. So Webster says that it's, it's a place of harmony and a place of origin and the ultimate objective and the standard that is set. See, I had a standard in my family, ain't it? When you came home, you didn't expect a certain standard. Come on. You know, I told you what Joshua said, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Mom and dad had a standard. Yeah. When you're in their house, you expect to have a standard. My brother, my brother Joseph, my third oldest brother, there's 12 of us, so you got a number. He, 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 he got married and married this young lady from uh, North Carolina. Beautiful lady, you know, she, I was a little kid that ball, and she was flowing, dressing, and, and she used to be coming down the steps. You, you, you could, she could make the wind blow. Uh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? She come prancing down the steps on Sunday morning, had a house coat on, got up to the dinner table. Daddy said, you put your foot under my table, you going to church. She, she, she looked. She got up from the table, say the same move. She, she, she moved right on back upstairs and went and got her clothes on. So that's a standard, ain't it? You got to have a standard in your house. I told you to welcome your children back home, but don't change your don't change your standard. See, see, carpenters, mechanics, and computer programmers, uh, professional games use the term to represent well, a place of origin, a place of position. See, we got to get ourselves back at home in the right position, ain't it? See, mankind at times, we find ourselves out of position, out of position from God, away from the light of God. But in order for us to benefit from what God has in store for us, we got to get back home. We got to get back into the standard. The power of home has the capacity to get us back on track. Now, get us back on track. Reposition. That's what uh, T.D. Jake said. You got to reposition yourself so that you can get back on track, so that you can get to that standard that home expects out of us, so that we can benefit from what God has in store for us. In our text, we find this young son who who, who seeks the pleasures of life away from home. Do I have any witnesses in the house? Right. Um, when we were growing up, everybody left Gladys and went to D.C., Baltimore, New York, and Jersey, and, and come back home, man. I see all of us still back home, but we, we made that venture thinking that life out there was all that it would be, what it should be. We find ourselves after it was all over, we had to find our way back, back home, man. See, home meant what control and it meant uh, restrictions and home meant a lack of freedom to explore the lust of the world. And this son felt like I couldn't live life to my fullest because I'm at home with all of his restrictions and rules and everything. Many of us have experienced that, ain't it? Amen. Hey, but when I get old enough, I'm leaving home. Right, man. Uh, have have y'all ever said that? Yeah. Hey, look, I, I come in when I want to. 
I go when I want. I, I ain't got to be like this. Like sitting around home and listening to them and letting them tell me everything I need to do. Oh, you was big until you left home, man. <laughs> when you left home. And then our text says what? Then, when is it? First, we see that the lust of the world will what? Draw us out of position. Remember I said position, the standard. The lust of the world will draw us out of position. Our text says that what? And then, sir, the young, certain man had sons, and the young one said to his father, Father, give me my portion of good that follows me. And he divided them to them in his living. See, due to the fact that he was a young one, he got out of position anyway, didn't he? Yes, the older son had the, had the ups on who should get his first. Okay. But all of a sudden, when you get out of position, you're out of position, ain't you? And, and you get out of position, things don't work out the way that they should. Okay. See, see, the world will cause you to want yours before it's time, ain't you? I, I got this message. I, I don't know whether I preach it here. Too much, too soon. Yeah. Uh, 16 years old, you, you want too much too soon. Next thing you know, you find out you're a mother. Too much too soon, you find out at 15, 16, you're a dad. Huh? Too much too soon, then you find out you're in a hospital, wrecked your car because you couldn't drive as good as you thought you could drive. See, sometimes we, we want too much what? Too soon. And, and, and life will allow us to have too much too soon. Won't it? It'll let you have anything that you want. But until you mature enough to be able to handle those things, you'll find yourself getting into all types of social issues that, you know, that this, this too much too soon has almost destroyed a whole generation. Here we find a son who he wants his now, ain't it? He wants his now. The father is not willing to say no. See, I, I told you all about my, my brother and I getting our first car. We asked daddy to sign for us to get a vehicle. Daddy said no. My brother was 19 and I was 16, 17. He, he's three years my elder. And I went to my older sister. My brother and I went to the older sister and she signed for us to get a car. And we had nerve enough to pull that car up in the yard. <laughs> Daddy just looked at us, shook his head. See, I didn't know that God was in control. I didn't understand God being in control. All right. Here I am, 16, getting ready to turn 17, and I ain't got no driver's license. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, my brother got drafted in the army. Mm -hmm. I got that nice, clean car sitting in the yard, and I ain't got no driver's license. So I, I go to my father. Look at this young man. Went to his father. I went to my father. I said, Father, I got a car, but I ain't got no driver's license. John gone in the army. He heading over to Vietnam. What am I do? He said, get your sister to sign. <laughs> the sister could sign for the car, but she couldn't sign for the driver's license. Mm -hmm. And I told y'all before, I drove for a year and a half. I drove that car from the house to the mailbox <laughs> until I turned 18. I catch the bus get in my car and drive to the house. We got a half mile driveway, so it's a good drive. <laughs> but the thing is, I operated out of position, didn't I? When you operate out of position, you got to deal with what? The consequences of it, ain't yeah. You know, and, 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 and see, we, we've been raised with this I want mine now society that has caused many problems in the world. So we find this son, 
that wanted healed and the father did not have the authority or power to say no. Right. So I'm so glad my father said no for so many things in my life, but until I got old enough to, to really have the responsibility for it. I'm glad my father said no, even when other kids were doing what I asked for. Uh, have I hit some, some common ground there? Yeah. Many of us, we, we go to uh, our parents and say, they doing it. Why can I do it? Daddy said, because you're guilty. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what daddy's talking about. <laughs> because you're Gilbert. Because if you're a, a, a Haynes or if, if you're a Hendrix or you're a Douglas or, or if, if, if you are, you, you, you are, I'm trying to think of anybody's name in here, <laughs> but if you're an Anderson or if you're, 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 you're a carpenter, you're supposed to act what? Like Different, ain't you? You're not like the rest of them. Just because the rest of them are getting the things that you want doesn't mean that it's up to you to get those things because you are not mature enough. See, I realized that what he was trying to teach me, every time I ventured out in life uh, to be able to experience this thing before time, I had to pay for it. In one area in my life or the other, it's sad to say that girls become mothers before it's time. It's sad to say boys become fathers before it's time. It's sad to say that a nation is torn apart with drugs, AIDS, alcohol, and everything, and addiction, because men, women, boys, and girls want to experience life to its fullest, and they don't realize that everything that you experience, you're going to have to what? Pay for it, ain't it? When you leave the safety of home, All right. when you get out of position in your life that will get you a reward before it's time, they're not the reward that you want. It's going to give you a reward of hardship and, 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 and difficulty before time for you to enjoy the things that God wants you to enjoy. Amen. When you lose that power, that home affords you. The world has something to get your attention, ain't it? Yes, yes. Only thing you got to do is go out there before it's time. The world got a word for you, ain't it? Huh? It'll let you know. You know? Had a place to sleep. Always had a home to go to. And you find yourself in New York City living on the streets. Huh? Hey, crack houses. They want crack houses back when I was growing up. They, they, they were, they were, they, they were, they were uh, houses where they went up shooting up. That's what New York was all about. My, 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 my cousin was a singer. He was a famous singer. Uh, they got recording. They recording. I got forty. They got forty-five that he recorded on with the boppers. The boppers were all around the time back in the fifties. Went to New York and came back in a body bag. See, sometimes you can get away from home and get some. Get some things in your life that you cannot defeat. Things that home protected you from. Now you got away from home and you thought you was big enough and bad enough for to do things on your own and didn't realize, hey look, those guys that are in New York, they're used to doing what they do. And you came off the farm in Camel County and Halifax County and you expected, hey, you, you, you're you playing the wrong game, ain't you? So our second point is that we can throw away or lose everything when we get away from the power of home. 
This young man says that many days this younger had gathered all together and took his journey to a far country and he wasted his substance in riotous living. And, 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 and it's amazing what young eyes can see and what young minds can think when you get away from the power of home. All right, ma'am. You get away from home, everything that you've been taught. <laughs> everything that you used to see, you can't see clearly no more. You know? I told you my situation. I was dating a person that I shouldn't have been dating. I was number 59 in the draft. I'm going to community college. I got full 18 credits. I'm working at General Electric. You know, the bad thing about General Electric, that's how I met her. <laughs> Money in my pocket, car, driving, thought I was big. My daddy said, boy, your life is going down the wrong road. I said, daddy, I'm fine. I'm taking care of myself. Okay. Sleeping under his roof, eating off his table. You know, and old folk used to say, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I ain't got a pot to pee in. And I told daddy I was taking care of myself. Before it was over, I lost my college deferment. I end up by college affirming, you know what that meant? I'm number 59 in the draft. So next thing I know, I was standing up at Roanoke. I'm standing at Roanoke. Welcome to the United States Army. And know who had to take me up there? My dad. And as we were getting out of the car, Vic, when I, when I got out of the car, I know what my daddy said. I thought you know what you were doing. <laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> See, sometimes we can we, we get away from home and, and we can get so far away we forget all about what home has taught us. Our thoughts are not on the future. Our thoughts are always on what? Right now. See, I want it all now. I want it all right now. I want to get it all now. I want to live the way I want to live right now. I know that Jesus tells us to take no thought for tomorrow, but that ain't what he meant, ain't Huh, but I, I don't believe that God doesn't mean for us to prepare and have some good stewardship in our life that we'll be blessed with if God will only allow us and, 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 and we will only allow ourselves to let God uh, give us things when it's time for us to do it. There you go. Many of us, we just like this young man, wasted blessings on riotous living. Can you imagine how much money we had if it weren't for Friday and Saturday night? Y'all been in church all your life. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I got some amen now. Y'all ain't been in church all your life, man. Yeah. Huh? See, I, 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 I ain't the only one in the house. I wish I had the money that I had wasted on that ride to living. House would have been paid for. I would have had two or three houses to invest in. Everything that I would have had, it, it was wasted on what? Ride to living. When I lost sight of home, I lost sight of God. And what my parents had taught me. I, I, I lost sight of all of that. Because the only thing I could see out of this other, these carnal eyes, I couldn't see out of the spiritual eyes that my family raised and taught me and tried to get me to understand. If you allow him in your thoughts, his thoughts will be able to take over. I'm talking about Satan. If you allow him in your thoughts, 
your thoughts will take over and you become real victims of stupid decisions. Look back at what happened to Kobe. Y'all remember Kobe? He just got away from home. What about uh, Magic Johnson? Just got away from home, man. Now we're talking about Dale Carey and Sonia. Got, got, two Chris, got two Christian boys playing basketball, and here they are, Dale and Sonia, going through a divorce because they... You get, once you get away from home, things can happen, eh? Amen. See, I travel away from home. I travel away from home. I did it for so many years with the company, but I found getting away from home is well, hard. It's not easy. I had to call the wife several times. When temptation comes, you, you call your helpmate. Right. You got to have an accountability partner. When, when, when you, the temptation comes in your life, I called her, and, and then she got crazy on me one Saturday. <laughs> I, and one Friday evening, I called her. I said, honey, you, you, you talk to me. And she said, you ain't calling me after the fact. I said, you, I, I hollered at her. You, be, you don't hear me when I'm saying, I need for you to speak to me. You got to have an accountability partner. Somebody that you can call when the temptation comes and, and all of a sudden you, you don't have nobody to talk to. I know you can talk to Jesus, but who did Jesus give us? You and I. We need to have an accountability partner when that temptation comes. So look back what happened when we made those bad mistakes because of us not having that, that power of home working in our lives. Look back at your own life when, when you got away from that power of home to be able to keep you in that standard, that, that being stable in a situation. I knew better. Come on, preacher. When I made those types of mistakes, I knew better. Yep. I've been taught, and I couldn't say that I didn't know any better. I knew better. But knowing better don't mean you're going to do better. I guarantee you, everybody in here, everything you did, you knew better, ain't <laughs> But knowing better didn't stop you from what? From doing better. From the pulpit to the White House. Men, women, and boys and girls, when they got away from the power of home, they found themselves in some dark places. Jesus warns us that what's done in the dark don't come to the light. We tend to think that God can't see because the dark outside. We, we, we tend to think that God can't see when we're behind closed doors, when we're away from home, when we're away from seeing eyes of our family. We don't think that God sees that too. See, don't leave home that the power of home offers us so that we can be able to keep that standard forever before. Then the third point is that God will what? Allow us to fall rock bottom. When we find ourselves in a situation. But the good news is rock bottom kind of helps us to find our way back home, man. Sometimes you, 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 until you hit rock bottom, uh, as long as the money is available, as long as you're spending power, is out there, as long as you got money in your pocket, them folk ain't going to let you. But sometimes God got to get you broke, busted. Yep. So that you can 
get in a position where the whole thing left me there to what? Go back home, man. I'll text that when he had spent all that he had, rose a mighty family in the land, and he, he began to be in want, and, and he went and he joined himself to the citizen of the country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine, and then he was fain, having filled the belly with the lust that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. See, whether you're addicted on drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex, or whatever, or just spending, the objective of addiction is to get all you got. I don't care what it is. It'll get everything that you got if you allow it to do it. Mm -hmm. huh? it, it it's not pleased with you to, 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 to have life. Uh, it, it wants to kill you. He said the devil came to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. That, that's what it has. There is nothing beyond more except more. Mm -hmm. I want more of life. And when you get more of life, what's, what's that there? More. more. The more you get, the more what? You won't, ain't it? And, and, and it's, it's not pleased to have you to live uh, within your habit. It's want all or nothing. And when you reach the point of your addiction, life has another joke to hand you. Most people uh, that have a drug, sex addiction find themselves with the threat of HIV. They thought they were going to get it all, and they didn't realize that what comes along with that is the package. Come on. Huh? huh? You, you thought being penniless and broke and starving was rock bottom. Then scars and lesions began to form on your body, and, and all of a sudden you look at, especially, we don't see that much in the, in the black community, but a lot of times in the white community they're dealing with meth. You see people with scars on their faces, Teeth rotting out. Young lady who worked at the, one of the convenience stores. Beautiful young girl. Teeth are burnt out. See, you you don't you think it's fun while it's lasting, but it has uh, uh, life altering things that it does to your body. Huh? You, you find yourself sleeping in alleyways and eating other trash cans, and, and you find yourself eating with the hogs. Uh, that's in the text, ain't it? Yes, it huh? he, he, he thought that he was going to live to enjoy life to his fullest, and then he looked at the, we used to call it down here, hog slop. <laughs> Sock bucket. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to talk on the level of understanding. It's a slop bucket. When you look at a slop bucket and say, hmm, mm -hmm. that means that you done drifted a far away from home, man. Yeah. Huh? And see, it amazes me to travel to New York and you see the personalities that stand on street corners. They are caught by the grip of alcoholism and drug addiction or, 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 and people walk by them every day immune to what they see. They have to adapt to see and don't see. Yep. See, when you, when you start seeing people like that, you got to have a love of God in your heart to want to do something. That's but we've got we this got. see and don't see attitude. That's we pulled into New York City. We had our kids. They were this big. And we, we pulled into the dock area getting from 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 uh, uh, I think we had been we'd been we'd been up to Albany and we were coming into New York, so we had come into uh, Brooklyn, we had to go along the dock and come through the uh, Lincoln Tunnel. All of a sudden we come there and there's women on both sides of the street. 
So my thought was, if I keep looking forward and keep driving, that the kids won't know. And both of them face up against the one. <laughs> and, and I'm just driving along, and my, my daughter knows it all. She said, I know they ain't number prostitutes. <laughs> I said, ain't that? You can't hide nothing from them, can you? Huh? They, they, you, you think that, uh, don't, don't see attitude that they ain't going to see. No, that, that, that won't help. You got to understand that, that they have to adopt this see and don't see attitude in order for the cope with what they're taking their lives through. Yep. You know, they, can, they cannot cope with life seeing them as they are. Come on. They see something else. They see somebody else. I told you, look in the mirror and your teeth is rotting out from the mess and, and then you, you see a beautiful girl. Come on. You see a handsome young man and he's sitting there with scars and lesions all over his face and how can you see and don't see? But ain't that what the devil can do? When, 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 when you want it all before it's time, he'll blind your eyes to the things of reality and you just don't see what. But when you lose that power of hope, huh? Hell don't seem bad, does it? Come on, preacher. <laughs> all right. You living in hell. Y'all right. listen to me. You living in hell. You, you, you're looking at hell in the mirror and hell don't look so bad when you lose that power of hope. Then our fourth point. After falling rock bottom, all that's left is the what? <laughs> and God, God got a sense of humor, man. Yes, he, does. Huh? He, he said that when he came to himself, to himself huh? how many high servants of my fathers have bread and spare, and I perish with hunger? I'll rise up and go to my father. I say to my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And before thee, I'm not worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your high servants. See, some of us have to learn. We ain't learned nothing after one taste, have we? Huh? Do I have any witness? One, one. We ain't learned nothing after one taste. See, most of us get to that commercial. We got to go for the gusto. Huh? God's permissive will will allow us to go after the gusto. So that we can small rock bottom. Because sometimes you until you until you get spent, you ain't got broke, you ain't got nothing else, you ain't got nobody to turn, that's when you look, you're able to look up, eh? Hey? But ain't it good to know we got a God that is able? Huh? In, in spite of our problems, in spite of our difficulties, in spite of us making the mistakes that have caused our own demise in our own personal life, we serve a God that is sitting there with We need to cry out, Lord, I've sinned against you. I, I, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned against my father. I've sinned against my home. Lord, all I want to do is come back home. Huh? I change. All I want to do is come home. I, I work now. I, I, I do what you said now. All I want to do is come home. I, 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 I won't run away again. All I want to do is come home.
come back home. I quit drinking. All I want to do is come back home. I ain't going to smoke no more. It just let me come back home. I'll take the responsibility of my children if you just let me come back home. Lord, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. Please let me come back home. The power of home will pull you out of that darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. And then once we fail, that the power of home will welcome us back. He said he arose and came to his father. When his father saw him afall, his father saw him and had compassion. He ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Ain't it good to come back home? And see, one thing about coming home is you, 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 God knows you. Just like your father and mother knows you. When he saw that son coming back home afall, he recognized it. He recognized them. And see, God recognizes you when you turn your life around and you start coming back home. God recognizes you. And when he recognized you, he said, that's my child. Uh, that's all God wants you to do is turn and turn your life around and come on back home. He'll recognize you. Jesus, he, he, he'll catch you up into his loving arms and, and he'll be able to see your fall. Any good that God can see us to fall, he don't have to be told. He, he recognizes you. I, 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 I was in my notes. I'm trying to hurry up. In my notes, he, my daddy went to the VA hospital in, down in Richmond. And, and we, I told you, we got a long farm road. I was sitting up in the yard. I was a little boy, two, three, four years old. My daddy was coming up the road. And I, I looked and I saw that bald head coming over the, over the hill. And, and I recognized that was my daddy. And my daddy had been away from home in the hospital for a few weeks. And, but I was so glad to see my daddy. But God recognizes us. He, he knows each one of us by our glance and our stance and our, our walk and our stride. And, and when God sees you coming back home, God says that what heaven rejoices. He loves each one of us and he'll be there with his arm wide open. And, and, and as we close, Piney Hill, ain't good to be back home. If, if you found yourself away from home, away from your spiritual position, I would suggest to you is, to, is just to help find Jesus. He'll help you find your way back home. And, and, and all of us at one time, we ventured off in, in a place that we thought was going to be love and, and, and place that we thought was going to fill the void that we are not have in our own home. But we end up to go back to that place, that standard where God expects us to live. But ain't it good to know that he's standing there with his arms wide open? Yeah. See, we can always find him. For he has not hid himself from us. Uh, there's nothing like coming home Amen. to the arms of Jesus. I Jesus. like the old hymn that says that I wandered far away from God, but now I'm coming home. I'm uh, a past of sin too long I've trod, but Lord, now I'm coming home. I wasted my precious years. Now I'm coming home. I now repent with bitter tears. Lord, now I'm coming home. I'm tired of sin and, and strain. Lord, I'm coming home. I trust thy love and believe thy word. Lord, now I'm coming home. The old psalm says, coming home, coming home. Never more to roam. Open up thine arms of love. Lord, I'm coming home. So the power of home, that place where God created from eternity to eternity will draw us back from that pit of hell that we thought we was going to find joy and happiness in, but he will draw us back unto himself. No matter how far we've drifted, no matter how you've 
messed up if you can just muster up enough strength to make it back home. There's family. At home, there's love. At home, there's, 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 there's friends. At home, there's happiness. At home, there's forgiveness. At home, there's redemption. At home, and there's power. Once you get back home, you can have the power in there to tell your children how you got over. I know the song said, I look back and wonder. I know I don't, I don't wonder how I got over. I knew it had to be love. It had to be God. It was the power of home that helped me to get over. I wouldn't be in Piney Hill today. It won't for the power of home. Drawing me away from where I was at to bring me back into the position and the standard that God expects out of me. That's what home does. Home has that power of getting us back into perspective so that we can know that God Want us in a place where we can find that perfect rest. We need to be home church. Yes, Lord. You know, home in your head. Home in your heart. Yeah. Home in your presence. That's where we need to be. All right, all right. So that we can be pleasing unto God. Mm -hmm. God want us back home, man. Eh? Mm -hmm. Come on, let's give him some praise this morning. Yeah, yeah let's give him some praise this morning. We thank God for this word that he gave in his scripture. Ain't it a beautiful story? A story about home where we can find love again, ain't it? Looking for love in what? All around place. Knowing when love was always at home there for us, ain't it? And you searching around trying to find it in a dark alley. That ain't love, is it? Huh? That ain't love. Love is where you have to be accountable. Love is where you need to be respectful. Eh? Mm -hmm. huh? Love is where you have to deal with some hard answers. Mm -hmm. See, we want all the things come easy. Eh? Mm -hmm. Love is where sometimes no. No is the right answer. Eh? Amen. My father told me no and it still didn't work, did it? We do thank God if there is anyone in our congregation that do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That love that he has, he said that while we were still yet in my sin, he said he commended his love toward us. Allowed his darling son Jesus to come die on the cross for our sins, for my sins, for your sins. He said that the only thing that you need to do is confess with your mouth, then believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. The word of God says, thou shalt be saved. Amen. You know? Is there one today? Is there one? If not, let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this word. We thank you, Lord, that you might continue to give us the strength to be able to make decisions that would be pleasing in our sight. Help us to be able to look to realize, Lord, that you have a home prepared for us. Only thing we need to just come on back. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your arms open wide to receive us back into yourself. We've strayed away, but Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your many mercies and your grace. We pray, Lord, for the sick, the suffering, bereaved. We pray for those 
by name. And we pray for those that we do not know. Lord, we ask that you would just touch right now. Speak healing over their bodies, every situation, every circumstance. We know, Lord, that you are still in charge no matter how things look. We trust you in our problems. We trust you in our joys and happiness. We trust you in our mistakes. We trust you in every area of our lives. Lord, we honor and praise you. We give your name glory. In Christ Jesus' name, amen.